Yes, the cat is on the counter where she's not supposed to be. Yeah. I feel bad, though, because we left her harness behind when we picked her up, and now she can't go outside, and she's mad about it. I didn't. I'm looking at her harness right now. <gasps> oh, my God. Yay. Wisp, look. She's ignoring me now. Look. <gasps> Don't put it on her now. Look at her. She's like, I'll kill you, motherfucker. <laughs> She always acts like a person who's like truly in the middle of a mental break trying to put them into a straitjacket. What's that? Say hello. You want a cookie? (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to the Sister Luna podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Rose. I'm your other host, John Fowler. Wild Fowler? I mean, it's a bit late in the game to be making up new names for yourself, but go ahead. You have my blessing. You just did it. That's not a made-up name. That's my real name. I guess. <laughs> I feel like the first, like, half of these episodes were recorded by Madeline Starchild and then Madeline Rose. That's true. But Madeline Starchild was not my real name, and Madeline Rose is actually hmm. real. For real C's. Real, real? Yes. Um, hey, John. Yes? Did you know that it's been a year since we started this podcast? Oh, yeah. To the day? No. Oh. <laughs> Even still. I wanna... Happy anniversary podcast. Happy anniversary, lunatics. Start paying us money. What? What? Why? like a year of free content. That so what do you want to talk about today, Wild Fowler? I would like to talk about the goddess Anya. Really? I mean, yeah. Okay. I don't think I have a choice in the matter. No, yeah. you don't. But I just was trying to set you up to like make a joke, but you just went right for the oh. actual subject. What would I like to talk about today? <laughs> Take two. <laughs> Um, well, I don't know. I guess, uh, the general thing that, that I was considering when, like, kind of looking at, at, uh, the subject of today's, um, podcast is why do some of the gods and goddesses get chosen by, I don't know, broadly the neo-pagan movement to be celebrated and some of them are more obscure, um, like I think this week, by your own mission, this is not a goddess that we were overly familiar with. I first became familiar with her a few years ago when I was planning a Litha ritual, and I was interested in learning about if there were any. Well, there are some, but learning more about sun goddesses or goddesses associated with Litha instead of just like always, you know, Apollo and his other sun god homies, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, usually it's masculine deities associated with the sun, you know? Yeah. And, and I like, I was wondering if I was maybe playing into it. Um, because generally speaking, when you're looking at like a pantheon of gods and goddesses, the sun's a biggie. It's, uh, definitely the biggest thing up there. Well, it's cloudy right now, but (laughs) out there somewhere. (laughs) Um, we're spinning around it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Wait. Yeah, no, that's right. <laughs> yep. It's called an orbit. <laughs> Remember when I was trying to explain to you that the moon has an elliptical orbit and that's how there can be a super moon and you didn't believe me for like so long and you had to look it up yourself in order to <laughs> Well, we can conceive. know that. <laughs> John, people have been to space. That means it's not, um, wait, no, I'm going to say something and it's going to be wrong. I was going to say that means it's not moving at the same speed the whole time. That's probably wrong. That's, mm, I don't know, it, that could be right. It should be going faster at the, like the, the top part of the egg. Egg. Or oval, whatever. Okay. Ellipsis? Yeah. It's like a roller coaster. Right. I don't know, though, because there's no gravity. Like, it's not down gravity like a roller coaster. I mean, there is gravity. There is, but does it work the same way? Should we have a science podcast? (laughs) Obviously not. We don't know anything about that. (laughs) We should have a podcast where we strap a scientist to a chair and force them to answer our stupid questions. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Or get launched into space. Yeah. They'd be like, just send me to space. Fuck this. <laughs> um, yeah, and I guess, I don't know if if we could talk about that today or if that's maybe, that could be its own subject altogether is... Space? No. Oh. <laughs> the thing that I was saying before about like some gods and goddesses that seem to have been prominent... Um, in their time, aren't part of, like, revival movements. Well, do you want to give some context as to what jarred that in your brain when you were looking at your phone earlier and you said something about a researcher who had the same name as her? Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) I guess, yeah, that that was one of the things. Well, um, as we said, like, Anya is our topic, and Anya is still a very common both like um, first name and surname in uh, Celtic regions. I think probably just in Ireland. If you're looking for her, though, do not type A N Y A because that's not the yeah. right. Type A I N E. Yeah, the those Celts they like to mess with sounds. Truly, I stand by the hypothesis that because they didn't have written language really when the didn't they no like literally rome brought latin writing to ireland and so they were like i theorize and it's funny so i'm gonna believe it is that they came over and they're like okay we're gonna write down your stories how is all this spelled and they were just like picking random letters and being like fuck you do you know what i mean I think yes, maybe, but also if you look at like old English and, and not just like the old where you put extra E's on the ends of things, <laughs> there's a lot of like similarity in terms of like no way. letters not. How many additional consonants are in any given like Gaelic word? Have you ever seen Welsh? Yeah, that's true. Just like a bunch of extra G's and H's yeah. in everywhere and you're like... Are you sure that's... Although their (laughs) language kind of sounds like that, too. But that's the thing about Gaelic, is it doesn't sound the way it's written ever. 
Right. Yeah. That's kind of my point. Is like, oh yeah, it's it's spelled A I N E, but it's pronounced Anya. Mm. You're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> or it's spelled S I D H E, but it's pronounced she. I uh, I worked with someone who had a traditional Gaelic name, and I just like I saw their name go on the schedule. And I was just like, oh, fuck, like, how do you say that? And so, like, I looked at the proper um, pronunciation and everything, and I was, like, ready to, like, say, like, oh, like, say it right when she told me. And then she just introduced herself as, like, I'm Amy. Oh. (laughs) It's like, oh, okay. You should have been like, are you sure you're not whatever the actual pronunciation was? Okay. Um, But, yeah, no, Anya is, as I said, seems like a fairly common surname and, and first name. And in trying to look for like scholarly sources for today's episode, I found a writer by the name of Anya who had articles written about the Morrigan, which I mean, yeah, fair, but also it seems like if that was your field of study and your namesake that you might be a little more interested in that, but well, Morgan, she is a biggie. Surprise twist! Oh? Some people believe that Anya is a form of the Morrigan. Oh. See, I didn't read the article. Obviously not. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> you ready for some random facts about the Scottish? Hit me. Where do you think she hangs out? Uh, Ireland. She has her own hill, motherfucker. Anya's Hill is located in the heart of Knock Anya. Knock Anya? Knock Anya. Hmm. <laughs> in County Limerick. Oh my god, somebody well, has ho- definitely made a limerick about knocking Anya, right? Come on. If not, we have to make it. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, that hill is actually. The hill of the goddess Grian. Um, Nak Grian means, Grian literally means sun, and she's believed to be either the sister of Anya or like another version of her. Hmm. Due to Anya's connection with midsummer rites, it's possible that Anya and Grian may share a dual goddess seasonal function with the two sides representing the two suns of the year. Anya representing the light half of the year and the bright summer sun, and Grian the dark half of the year and the pale winter sun. So this is fairly similar to the Holly King and the Oak King. That's what I was about to say. Does this remind you of anything? Yeah. Yeah. Been paying attention. Good boy. Anyways, um, I thought that was cool. Girls rule. Boys rule. I think that if you were really well-versed in Irish history and, like, mythology and theology, you would know about it more. Certainly, yeah. Like, even I'm... It, it's so um, diverse and the information about it is so difficult to come by that it's really hard to become an expert. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and yeah, it's... Like, with all things, so much of it was repressed, and exactly. so much of it is um, conflicting, depending on which part of, like, the Celtic region you are mm-hmm. in. Yeah, I think that's right. Also, I feel like after Christianity came 
to the aisles. It was like, oh, you guys aren't going to let go of Bridget. So now everything is Bridget. Mm. Do you know what I mean? They're yeah. just like, okay, it's fine. It's Bridget. <laughs> you get one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's goddess of everything now. Yeah. You get one and you're not the spooky crow one. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Not the one that like shapeshifts into scary shit and like hangs out on the edge of battlefields and mm. whatnot. Or also not the one that stands up to, for herself to rapists. Yeah. Can't have that when you have this yeah. fucking Roman Catholic empire invading. No. Yeah. I guess that was a spoiler. Spoiler I alert! Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> Shut up. I'm getting caffeinated and tipsy at the same time. Hmm. That's why you're hitting the reggae horns? <laughs> I was imagining more like like um like a sporting event. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Right. That's my alcohol iced coffee, everyone. It's fairly late for you. I know, but I wanted to be caffeinated for the recording. That's how dedicated I am to this podcast. Mm Mm-hmm. There you go. <laughs> that hurt my nail. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> so, there was a, there once was a motherfucker named Aiel. He was the ruling king of Munster with zeal. He Are you making up a limerick right now? And Anya bit off his ear. The end. <laughs> That's my fucking limerick about this. <laughs> And if you had said it in, like, its original Celtic, then it would have rhymed, but... <laughs> the first part rhymed. Hmm. Yeah, that was just lucky coincidence. It was not. I purposely rhymed Aiel with zeal. Come on. Gotcha. Okay. That rhymes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Aiel was ruling King of Munster, and he was restless and worried. Restless and worried. Mm-hmm. What was he restless and worried about? His grass wouldn't grow. Yeah. So how is he going to get high? How is he ever going to fall asleep if his grass isn't going to grow? <laughs> okay. Just kidding. It was for his um, livestock. Hmm. Because as we already pointed out on the Beltane episode, the Irish Celts and Gaelic people were primarily herds people rather than agricultural farmers gotcha know what i'm saying so his like feed for his animals wasn't growing and he's like Mm. fuck that's bad so he calls upon furches the druid furches furches okay um and she advised him to seek out knock knock anya on samhain eve yeah knock anya happy halloween (laughs) Um, to seek out the restorative powers of that place. So he went there, and when he arrived, he thought, like, great, I'm here. Something must is going to happen, the druid said, so hmm. my problems are solved, basically. Um, and he fell asleep. Or it says drowsy half-sleep, so maybe he was, like, under some kind of influence, mm-hmm. or maybe he was just, like, He had a little stoned. bit of grass left yeah, over. exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and he found himself sleepwalking. And while he was sleepwalking, he encountered a beautiful vision. He just saw this, like, really incredibly beautiful woman. Okay. And he decided, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to rape her. Mm. Mm-mm. Yep. Um, <clears throat> he forced himself upon her. Um, I assume not knowing that she was a goddess. Yeah. And Anya exacted immediate revenge and she bit off that motherfucker's ear. That's a very, um, I don't know, human response for a goddess. To bite off the ear? Yeah. Well, she wasn't just pulling a Mike Tyson. It has a deeper meaning than that. Oh. Yes. In Celtic tradition, only a perfect, unblemished person could attain the role of High King of Ireland. Therefore, Aiel had been maimed, so he's fucked. He can't be the king anymore. Mm. His entire life is, like, destroyed. I feel like he was already fairly blemished on the inside. (laughs) Correct. But now she made it reflect on the outside. So Mm. she didn't just like physically injure him you know she took away everything that he had right his sovereignty his kingdom his entire like life is ruined now i assume the grass didn't grow i mean probably not (laughs) although if it did it wasn't his anymore so maybe she was like you know what i will make it grow but fuck you because you don't get to have any (laughs) the only thing he grew was a whoopsie daisy what an asshole well, I wrote in my notes that it reminds me of the dragon tattoo where she tattoos like I am a uh, rapist pig bastard yeah. or whatever on him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, from that time on, this shit ex-king was known as Alum, meaning one-eared and could never reign over Ireland. Hmm. Then I wrote, if only this were the case in real life, <laughs> in modern life. <laughs> The Vikings also had a rule that if somebody tries to rape you, you're allowed to kill them. Fair. (laughs) I agree. I'm like, yeah, allowed. Um, Sorry, you wish it was the rule that if you were blemished, you couldn't No, not that, obviously. Hmm. I just mean like I wish that if you rape someone, you actually had to like pay some kind of price for that instead of just being like, tra-la-la. Yeah. I'm good at swimming, so this doesn't matter. Hmm. Motherfuckers. Very tempted to send Anya after them all. Not that I'm the boss of her, but, you know, just be like, hey, I have an idea. (laughs) You know. (laughs) Yeah. Just the vengeful sun. Yeah. Sun can burn you. Sun can... I'm aware. Burn you alive. And that's true. You guys should see the difference in color between John's lower back and his ass right now. It's pretty hilarious. <laughs> should they see that? Well, no, but it would be a good example of how the sun can burn you. So then what do you think happened? Uh, to Anya or to Alum? In, in Ireland. Oh. After that. Probably smooth sailing. Just centuries of prosperity for the Irish people. Yeah. Know. Just like a girl's rock type yeah. of environment. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds right. Um, no. I was just kind of trying to point out that her legend became more popular. 
Oh, and like it was through that. that particular folk story that other people, Irish women, were like, um, yes, excuse me, yes. <laughs> like this is, I can get on board with this. A lot of these um, figures, a lot of uh, the, the folk tales of Ireland, I do know often do relate to like people, people with mm-hmm. Actual records. People. Yeah. Um, is the one-eared alum, is he an actual guy? Well, his name is actually Ail. He becomes alum after he gets his ear chopped off, chomped off. Gotcha. His name is spelled A-I-L-I-L-L. It, that's not how you spell a name. <laughs> well, I told you. <laughs> so as her legend grew, she became associated with the ability to grant power and sovereignty. Um, according to one source I found, Anya is also known as the Queen of the Fairies um, and as Anya Clare or Anya of the Light. But I feel like more popularly, popu- what? Is that a word? Popularly? 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 <laughs> okay. More popularly referred to as the Queen of the Fairies is Maeve. Queen mm. Maeve. Okay. You know? Yeah. But I guess maybe it depends on which part of Ireland you lived in or something. If you lived in Knock Anya, you probably thought of Anya as the Queen of the Fairies. And I laughed when I was reading these sources because, like, usually good historical sources, not, like, never, they're, they're not never pagan, but ones that, like, really are cited and are good are usually, you know like university articles or something, Mm. papers, you know? But so (laughs) I was reading it and it said, incredibly, rites in her honor were held as recently as 1879, where the midsummer rituals were performed by the native Irish. And I was like, "Uh, (laughs) I performed a midsummer ritual honoring Anya like three years ago. So as recently as 2018. Yeah. Apparently in this... Uh, ritual in 1879 though they used ashes from the fires spread onto the fields ensuring fertility and an abundance of crops makes sense yeah it does make sense literally because the ash would have like something probably in it Uh, phosphorus yeah like potassium nitrogen ooh that's nitrogen you really need Mm -hmm. soil Carbon. Oh, yeah. Um, But also it, like, goes back to the practice of using fire at Beltane to purify the herds, protect the herds by driving them through the fires. Right. It's just, like, I don't know. Interesting. Confluence? Yeah. They're using fire to kind of bring, like godly aspects to their mm-hmm. like food yeah crops animals etc and into their homes they must have considered fire to be very like sacred which also makes as sense. do many vultures and yeah. it like it does serve a function that it, it's an old like marriage of the religious or the spiritual with the practical yeah, exactly. Well, a lot of um, 
like early religions that's all it is mm -hmm. it's just like revering the things that you need and use all the time yeah that's how I actually was wondering about um Aiel and whether he was a a real figure because it seems like it wouldn't behoove the ruling class, the ruling families to, you know, have a, a folktale where mm. one of their guys gets got. And it does seem like he is like a relative of, of the High Kings, um, but that he was a druid. And so might have been just like one of his, you know, relatives that actually did inherit a bunch of stuff laying down a diss track. <laughs> but you'd think that if he was the druid he wouldn't keep his own name on the story that's being told that's true somebody changed that later i imagine maybe. Mm, yeah like, scratched it out yeah <laughs> no that was that was a yield yeah like, he was a jerk to only, me that one time like, he only had one ear he only yeah. had one ear and he was such a oh dick. me no i lost mine totally separately <laughs> yeah exactly Anyways, <laughs> um, there's another tale where Anya did not get out as easily because in the first one it was written like a lot of the sources I read was that like was an attempt, attempted rape. Right. Yeah. Um, but in this version, she was caught off guard because she was bathing and she was approached by Geralt, Earl of Desmond. And that is a real guy. Earl of Desmond? Yeah. She was not able to protect herself from him, and it is said that she did indeed make him pay for what he did, nonetheless, by turning him into a goose. Uh, yeah. Hmm. So a real guy turns into real goose. Well, I don't know that he actually turned into a goose. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, he was a real person. And they're believed that, like, <clears throat> there's a... That's the kind of the thing about Irish mythology is like you're saying it's so tied into history. And so it, ma it almost makes you believe in it more yeah. in a way. Right. And so he actually had like a line of errors because he's a real person. Sure. But he died for real. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? And yeah. so people are like, well, his um, line is half fairies because... Anya is the mother gotcha. of like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, why a goose? I don't know. That's literally not explained anywhere. Yeah. Because they're the most obnoxious animal, maybe? She's just... Well, that's what I mean. It <laughs> allows him to continue to be a nuisance, to, oh. you know, steal things from the par farmer, push the little boy into the puddle. <laughs> Have a little picnic by himself by yeah. stealing everything. But he also could, like, just be turned into a nice Christmas dinner, Yule dinner. That's true. <laughs> or Litha, for that matter. Uh, could be fed to his family. Ooh. Game of Thrones. Hmm. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um, so, yeah, she's an embodiment of sovereignty, and she can both grant and remove a man's power to rule. So I think that's part of why she was so popular among the women um, of Ireland because they were like, watch yourself yeah. or else. <laughs> like, well, check on the power. Exactly. Your yeah. entire rule could just be gone yeah. in a snap. If, gone in a honk. Yeah. If you piss on you off. 
You'd have to migrate. Mm. Fly south. Forever. Because there's not really anything down there. <laughs> Is there? No. Is there? Britain? Africa? Oh, that's a long ways, though. <laughs> fly, fly yeah. from Ireland to Africa? I'm also not certain about that geography. <laughs> Help us, geographers. Should we have a geography podcast? Cartographers. Have you seen that thing about how all the maps are wrong? I don't know what you're referring to, but yeah, they would be. Yeah. Like they make Africa really small and they make North America way bigger than it is. And they put it in the middle of the map, which doesn't make any sense. And like all of this. Well, yeah. And like the world isn't. Square. uh, Rectangle. Yeah. (laughs) It's a disc with a big ice wall around it. On top of a turtle. Yeah. No, you know, it's below that turtle. More turtles. Yeah. Turtles all the way down. Always has been. <laughs> <laughs> How many memes can we layer? Mm. It's a meme sandwich. Meme cake. Meme cake? Yeah, because it's got layers. Mm. Meme onion? Oh, like ogres. Yep. <laughs> uh. With the goddess Anya, we wandered to the realms of the unfettered powers of femininity. That's right. We're not sorry. Anya was one of the female deities that suffered from repression at the hands of the Christian monks, as we already discussed. Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> John's doing the Home Alone face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was hoping that the microphone would... Let's see. Ah! Yeah. In Ireland around 500 BC, it's fairly well attested that several sites in Munster and Connaught were dedicated to the worship of Anya. Her popularity even spread to the Western Isles of Scotland. So she was popular. She was just very effectively repressed by the Mm -hmm. Christians. Some accounts give her as the daughter of Manan MacLear, god of the hidden paths in the realm of the Western Ocean. While others say... It's a hell of a title. It is pretty good. Manan Maclear, god of the hidden paths in the realms of the Western Ocean. But also, like, a lot of Irish um, stories and everything, it's like the underworld or the other world is underwater. Mm. So it makes sense that if he's the god of hidden paths, he would be chilling in the ocean. All right. You know what I'm saying? Um, while others say that she was no other than the great Margu herself. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, people, yeah, I don't know. It's That's one of those things that's kind of just lost, and it's really sad. And, like, there's no way to know for sure which is the true story. Like, if she is an aspect of the Morrigan right. and always has been... Or if she is a different deity altogether, who, which I, that's the one I think it is because I would, I can see over the years her being repressed and then people going like, oh, she's vengeful. She's like powerful in that way. Like let's, she's right, kind of like yeah. Morrigan, you know, let's like try to save some of her stories by applying them to this other deity who still has like some notoriety. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I'm not a scholar, and I'm certainly not a time traveler, so. 
Well, and it could be a thing where it's like a regional interpretation. Like, mm-hmm. if you live on the hill, I'm not gone yet. You're going to be like, yeah, no, she's the, she's the biggest one. She's yeah, like that hell. <laughs> her and her sister agree on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyways, this, I have some sources that I'll post and I don't remember which one this quote is from. I think it's from the bottom one, maybe. Pardon me. Sorry. I'm going to cut that out, but I am going to put the source because I'm going to literally quote it because it's really good. Yeah. This story is about what happens when a ruler decides to rape the land rather than to enter into a marriage with her. Anya knows the energies of a righteous vengeance quite intimately. She said, this is a quote from her, I'll have you been to me to have done me violence and to have killed my father. I guess that's assuming she's the daughter of Manan Maklir. To requite this, I too will do you violence. And by the time we are done, I will leave you with no means of reprisal. Goodness. End quote. And then the writer says, to me, this is a warning about what the land will eventually do to us if all we continue on the path of resource rape and environmental poisoning that our current society follows. Anya will protect herself. Hmm. Yeah. I like it. Um, I think you can probably attest that we have a similar energy. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Truly, this quote, ill you have been to me to have done me violence, to requite this, I too will do you violence, and by the time we are done, I will leave you with no means of reprisal. I vibe with that. Just very John Wick. Yeah. For <laughs> But like, not Keanu Reeves, because she's a woman. That's the point. Keanu could be a woman's name. Joan Wick. Wick. Joan Wick. (laughs) I'm actually reading an interesting book right now that's not Celtic. It's definitely Norse. Hmm. But it's called Norse Goddess Magic, Transwork Mythology and Ritual by Alice Karlsdottir. Dottir? Tier? Karlsdottir? Probably. She's Norse, so I'm guessing that's right. Mm -hmm. Um... But she makes an interesting point. I'm not done. I'm on page 72. Um, She makes an interesting point about how in Norse countries, a lot of their history was destroyed as well, even more so than in Ireland. Like, remember when Rebecca was on, she said, no, they just burned it all. Yeah. (laughs) Fuck. Um, So uh, this author of this book on trans work, because it's not actually just a book about goddesses. It's so far mostly a book about how to do trance work, which I already do. Mm -hmm. And I kind of just like figured it out. That's not true. I read the book Shamanic Witchcraft before I started doing trances, but um, it was like satisfying to read this because she's basically saying like, do all these things that I already do, except for she includes a lot more steps, but she also says, if you're particularly skilled at trance work, you won't need to do these steps. And I didn't, never did them. And I was like, ha ha. Mm-hmm. 
But one suggestion that she makes for filling in the blanks of information about deities that you just cannot possibly get because it doesn't exist is to do trance work and commune with them directly. Hmm. Keep notes on that. And I always recognize that any information that you gain while you're on a journey or a trance is subjective. Like it's sure. yeah. somewhat informed by your own imagination and your mind, but it also holds a lot of really genuine value, especially for filling in where history can't. Right. Well, I, I think in addition to that, it could also be the, you know, the deities providing you with what you need from them. Exactly. That's exactly right. Like it's, they're telling you what you need to hear on your journey right now. Yeah. That's the same point that I made in the communing with nature video on the YouTube channel. I was talking about when you commune with the spirit, like the plant spirit, whatever information it gives you about itself is more important for you in particular than anything else you would read about that spirit. Hmm. Like you can still read and inform yourself, but don't discard the information that you receive directly from communing with right. the yeah. spirit. Checks up. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> this totally impossible to verify esoteric thing. Checks out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, did, sorry, did you have any more Anya stories or? No, that's it. Those are kind of her two biggest tales. I, without doing further research, I think I are supposition about why she's repressed and why she isn't as um well revived as as other spirits is or other goddesses um, and gods that seems plausible to me um mm -hmm. she's like a larger byproduct of patriarchal society for sure and like think about how i mean bridget was extremely popular and that's part of why they couldn't succeed in repressing mm -hmm. her but also i feel like they didn't try as hard as they did with other goddesses like anya or morrigan because she's like a goddess of like the home and hearth and like women's right, craft yeah. and midwifery and like marriage and all these things that the church is like very in favor of yeah <laughs> you know what i mean women biting off the ears of kings and ruining their life and not so much like mm -hmm. a biblical <laughs> Thing that's going to be endorsed by the Catholic Church. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's it's like one of those things where where the prominence isn't necessarily, and this is not a slight to Bridget at all. Not exactly an indicator of, of excellence or, or like. How dare you? <laughs> she can hear you. <laughs> I know, and I, sorry, I am trying to be like. Mindful, but it, it, it's because she's is the most pliable. Is well, she was already a goddess of a lot of things, I believe. At least that's how it's presented mm -hmm. in most sources. Um, so yeah, I guess in that way, it's like not that doesn't feel that out of line to like put one more thing on it. Yeah. You know? But that's also part of why I've always appreciated the form of Bridget as the Smith. Mm, yeah. Because it doesn't fit the Catholic doctrine very well. And it's 
interesting to me to have a woman Smith God, you know? Mm, yeah. And also just the idea of the craft of smithing, like taking something that's so hard and impenetrable as metal and shaping it into something else. Mm -hmm. Such a strong like symbol for being able to act on your environment and like change yeah. the things around you. Finding out if your blade can kill. <laughs> that show is so weird. I'm sure that that guy who always says your blade will kill is like has people in his basement oh, that the, don't want to be there. <laughs> all, all of the judges are a different kind of pervert. But that guy's the worst. Yeah. That guy's like people chained up in my basement pervert. He's yucky. Hmm. Um, anyways, this isn't about Bridget, it's about Anya. And I, I think I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do some trance work with mm. her soon. As it's never seems to stop being relevant, ever. Mm. No matter what. Fortunately. I said unfortunately. I know. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't show up the unpicked up. Although, maybe if I do that, instead of her being like, just let it go, everything's okay, she's going to be like, kill those motherfuckers. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Turn them into a goose or some other kind of widely hated waterfowl. Mm -hmm. I like it. I had another half-baked thought. Okay. Ooh, there's one more a... thing I forgot to say about her, which is like random, Maybe. but just fun. And I remember using it when we had her for Litha a few years ago. Right. She can turn into a red horse. Oh. Yeah. And she's really fast. <laughs> yeah. So I like that. And if you want to make like an altar to her, if you want to put her in the sun side of your altar, why not put like a horse, a red horse there, you know? That's uh, the red horse. Yeah. The fiery red horse. Ponyta? Uh, of the apocalypse. Oh. <laughs> Which one is that? Rage? No, that's not an apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are they? Death? Pestilence? Red horse? Uh, war. War. Hmm. Well, uh, that would, it would track for her as the Morrigan, though. As the Morrigan, yeah. Game. But otherwise, like, I, she... Um, you know, despite her vengeance, she's kind of a love goddess. She is. Like, yeah. the other stories all around of around her all center around her being a fairy. A, well, I mean, the Catholics turned all the goddesses into fairies. Sure. So, you know, whatever you want to call it. A magical being who came to Earth to humans and was like, I'm going to teach you what love is. I'm right. I'm going to teach yeah. you, like, how to fuck, basically. <laughs> and then she, like, had sex with all the humans and yeah. that's another reason why people believe that there's, like, a line or multiple lines, maybe, of, like, half fae, uh, half, half human, yeah. like, people from sure. Ireland. Because she was just, like, getting around. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. and so, like, some of the versions of the tales about her are not as specific as the ones that I chose to cover. Right. I chose yeah. those because they had a lot of specifics. But there are some that are more vague that just describe it as... Anya was a love goddess who came to teach love to humans and humans are shitty. So they tried to rape her and then she was like, what the fuck? No, yeah. <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, no. And like 
I guess that she's the perversion of her. Came to gift teach them is, about consent. Yeah. She's like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. For real. The love though. goddess is the. She's the. Uh, oh, what was the name? Was that class? Like the high school life skills teacher. Calm. Calm. Yeah. Yeah. Career and life management. How the fuck did I remember that? Yeah. But it, I'm pretty sure that's it. <laughs> Where they teach you consent and also how to look for jobs in the wanted section of the newspaper. They did not teach us about consent. I, I went think to they co- taught us about consent either. Okay, I was going to be like, I went to Catholic school though, so. Well, we both went to school in Alberta. <laughs> that's true. Fuck you, Jason Kenny. If you're listening, I'm going to bite off your ear. <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> if he's not listening, someone please tell him that I want to bite off his ear. In Minecraft. In Minecraft, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anything more to add on Anya? Just if the next time there's a press conference where the conservative leader is supposed to be speaking and it's instead a goose wearing an ugly suit you know what happened that's all, all right. i'm gonna say <laughs> um, talk about raping the land yeah for real get him anya hmm. get him kick him in the face with your horse legs <laughs> he'd probably be like yay western can western stuff He's he's a carpet beggar. I know, but he pretends, mm-hmm. which is double why he's going to get kicked by the horse. Yeah, double why? Like double wide. I've had two drinks. <laughs> well, <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> I'm John Wildfowler. I'm Madeline Rose. You can contact us. Um, via email at sisterlunapodcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. We want to know the time you bit a rapist ear off or the time you saw a ghost or if you just, if you have some notes, you know, I'm open to it. Hmm. Just hit me up. You can also find us on Instagram at sisterlunapodcast. And yeah, if you liked this and you want to do me a solid I would super appreciate it if you go to Apple Podcasts, even if you don't use that app, and you just, like, give us a good rating on there. For some reason, Apple's the only one that matters. Mm. So please do that. (laughs) Thank you. Pet a horse. I I mean, if the horse wants to be pet. If the horse wants to be pet, (laughs) then get out there. Yeah. Their noses are really soft. If you put your hand near a horse's head and it wants you to pet it, it will like bump its head into mm, your hand. Yeah. So maybe try that. Try that. <laughs> if there's nothing more to add, then Sister Luna says. If you're a dude especially, or if you're just a person, make sure that you understand what consent is. If you're a parent, you best teach your children what the fuck consent is, especially your teens. And um, if you rape someone, you deserve to get your ear bitten off. Perfect. (laughs) Bye, everybody.